This podcast is proudly brought to you by Nuova Simonelli. Hi, Tamper Tantrum listeners. This is Alejandro Martinez from Fink Argentina with an update, a field update for all of you. I guess it's been a while. It's been a little bit over two months since my last update. So just to clue you in into what we've been doing, basically, uh, with the rainy season upon us, we've been doing a lot of weed control. So we had two weed whackers to go over the farm, and we got a few more in order to be more efficient. Also, I was in San Francisco for a Tamper Tantrum event in September. That was a lot of fun, and that's why I've been somewhat absent uh, from my updates to uh, the podcast. Um, let me tell you what's been going on this season. Um, we've been uh, continuing to do foliar spraying, um, including spraying for leaf rust and um, you know controlling to making sure that the any type of fungal diseases are in check, especially because it's been a very wet season. So, so far we've gotten about uh, 2,700 millimeters of rain, which is about 106 inches. And to put it in perspective, is about 70, 70%, 70% more than we had last year. So um, all these hurricanes uh, that we've had the last three weeks have been bouncing a lot of rain. And, you know, luckily for us, uh, we haven't had any major, major issues with it, like no landslides or anything like that at the farm. So that's been good. Now, um, this past week, we finally moved the nursery out and we started planting uh, our, the Pacamara trees that we had up in, in San Jorge, which is the highest part of the farm. And we are taking a gamble. We're doing it towards the end of the rainy season. So we'll have to figure out how um, we manage those plantings uh, during the dry season. Hopefully it won't be too dry. And uh, we'll just figure it out when we get there. We're probably going to be watering them. And upcoming is basically just preparations for the harvest. The coffee is still green on the trees, but, you know, probably within a month they're going to start to ripen. So right now we're just doing a bunch of preparations and finalizing activities at the farm with employees. So we're having an employee lunch and all that. And these, so this week we, um, you know, we concentrated on the planting on the new lot we prepped the terrain, and we've also done a lot of other activities. Here with me is actually Chris Lee, who is a barista from Los Angeles and assistant roaster at Demitas. And he um, he's visiting us for over a month just to work at the farm and get an understanding of what, uh, what it entails. So, Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and tell people what we've been doing. He spent a, lo- a few days at the farm working. Uh, so just just what are your impressions so listeners can get a feel as to what we were doing and what the general impressions from you are. Well, thanks for the introduction, Alejandro. Um, I don't really have much more to add to that. I've um, been a barista and roaster at Demitas um, for the last two years, and now I'm, I'm up here trying to learn more about what's happening um, Kind of like starting from the ground up. It's been a great, it's been a great trip here. Alejandro's been a great host for me, and um, yeah, there's just like a ton of knowledge and a lot of work going on at the farm. It's been great. Um, it's a, it's a rough drive up and down, 
Um, it's kind of amazing to see these guys walking up and down from their houses to the farm. And then once you get to the farm, it's another hike up, um, carrying everything. Um, I've been involved this week, um, just trying to get my head around what's going on. But we've been up in San Jorge, um, seeing, uh, watching the guys plant the trees. They're planting pacamara up there, and um, I think some geisha also. Um, it's been great for the last, I, I guess so he's been telling me for the last month they've been, they've been digging out these terraces. Um, and, um, yeah, if you look at the parts that haven't been dug out compared to what they've done the last month, it's amazing to see the difference between the two. Um, what else can I say? Um, what, what, uh, did, what did we do this week on the Tablon? Like, what did you do specifically? Oh, so what did I do specifically? So I've been planting, um, vetiver grass. Um, so yeah, I was w watching the guys dig out the terraces, um, and you see how much it rains here, especially this season. Um, I've been planting vetiver grass kind of in parallel with the, um, the, the new coffee trees that are growing. I'm trying to hold the hillside up, and it's, um, yeah, for erosion control, it's really great to start to understand these sustainable farming practices. And, um, you know, just driving around and seeing what other people do, and compared to that, um, how much how much innovation can be done how much we need to take care of the soil for future generations i can't wait to try this coffee in a few years once the coffee um trees mature all right hey thanks chris so i'll that, that will be it for all we'll provide another update right maybe in a month from now right before the harvest starts just to give you a sense of what what we're doing then but uh that's all, all from me and thanks so much everybody at Tampa Tantrum and and peace out that's it thanks bye hello and welcome to episode 91 um I can't believe we're kind of in the 90s it's it's weird like we, because we took that hiatus I feel like we should be higher up on in terms of the podcast numbers than we really are but you know there you go 91 100 coming very soon um and uh, today, uh, you might have noticed, there is no Steve, there is no Colin, and uh, hopefully you do not find that problematic, because I've got a super special guest today, um, sort of continuing on with this theme of talking to people that um, I'm really inspired by, or that do work that sort of, you know, is, is kind of similar to the work that we do, but in a different way, and just trying to get their perspective on, on what's happening in coffee. Um, I've got a super special guest from European Coffee Trip today. This is Alish, um, and we have gone back... Uh, I don't know, maybe about three years? Like, how, how long has it been, Alish? When we started, you mean? Yeah. Well, when you and I met. first met, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I think right around the time you guys had sort of started, maybe a little bit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I think actually the clearest memory I have is was a Tampa Tantrum in, in collaboration with Colab in Prague. Where we right. work on the on the talks, and we were recording the talks, or actually we were recording you were recording the talks, but we were recording the video from the event. That's right. That's right. All back in the Barista Guild days, that was. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a lot going on, and you you guys are still doing uh, some work with Barista Guild. Did you just get back from like? Camp. Exactly. Exactly. We just get back from two camps, actually, from roaster camp and barista camp, and these events are sort of special to us. It's kind of a holiday, mm -hmm. and there is a yeah. lot of work, a lot of you know the media work and recording all the talks and, and so on. But still, it's in a really nice location, uh, nice food, nice hotel, nice people. So uh, it's a yeah. kind of a best 
part of our year. Oh, <laughs> I'm so like I, I was sad to miss it this year because it seemed like it was um, it was in a really nice interest. Like I've never been to Poland and uh, really enjoyed my time at Roaster Camp last year. And um, it's exciting that when they're kind of held back to back. So that was that was a lot of coffee things all in one go, wasn't it? That's that was what, like about a week and a half. For yeah, you? yeah, it was like 10 days, 10 days with wow. one one extra day in between. And yeah, and some extra work on the on the documentary. So it was really intense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for, for making the time to chat with me today, because I know you guys are in the middle of a super big project, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but I, I do appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> no, we are. I'm, I'm really excited to be part of the podcast. We've been following it for, for, for a long time, so it's a, it's a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Um, so I, I kind of want to start because, you know, we have we have such a, a broad listenership. I always forget until I look at a map um, for people who are not based in Europe and perhaps don't know who you are and what you do. Could you tell us a little bit about European Coffee Trip and your role there? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a co-founder of a European Coffee Trip that is an online magazine about specialty coffee in Europe. We started about three years ago with the goals of uh, traveling across Europe and try to capture the, the, the coffee culture, especially coffee culture in different countries and different cities. And so yeah. it was sort of a passion project in the beginning. But then uh, we realized uh, that the people really liked what we are doing and there was uh, actually no media, no, no platform for that. So we continued and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we are now three people actually. Uh, my co-founder wow. is sitting next to me, uh, Radek, who do all the great photos and videos. And we have yeah. also the, our editor, Carolina, uh, who yes. is sitting in, uh, in Berlin. So we have also the office in Berlin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys have gotten so, like, because I, I remember when it was just you and Radek and sort of Carolina was, you know, helping out a little bit. But now, you know, it's, it's sort of a full-time gig. It's really exciting. You know, it's sort of every, every time I've seen you guys over the past couple of years, there's been, you know, you guys have grown and grown in bigger and bigger projects. Um, and like, how is, how is that work for you? Cause like we sort of talked about this a long time ago, I think at like London coffee festival, you sort of the challenges of, you know, running a business that is talking about coffee rather than making coffee. And, um, yeah, how, right. how have you found that so far? Uh, it's, it has been challenging. It has been challenging. Yeah. I think like, we didn't really have a like clear business model or clear business idea in the very beginning. So, so I think it, it took us a little bit longer to, to, to figure it out and uh, to find out, you know, what, how we can actually earn some money to, to do that. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we were lucky that in the, you know, in the, in the very beginning, uh, through one of the, our interviews, uh, I think it's one of our most popular interviews so far with William Davies. And yeah. uh, he asked us after the interview, he asked us like about the, the one idea he had uh, in mind. And it was about uh, sharing some of his thoughts and, and trainings through the video. And he tried yeah. in, in the past like some of, to record some of it on a, on a phone or on a, on a webcam, but it didn't work out very well. So he saw, he saw that we can do the videos. And so we, we actually agreed to do the series of videos that we have now on, a, on, a, on our YouTube channel. It's called Learn yeah. Coffee with William. It's kind of sharing the, the tips and tricks on how to become a better barista. And through mm -hmm. there, we get our first sponsors. And then it kind of like, you know, started to work a little bit better and we, yeah approach some some other brands so yeah it's not really easy it's not it's it's still pretty challenging up up till up today uh, yeah yeah but we are here and and we we try to do uh what we do 
Well, I think I think you guys do amazing work. So, like, oftentimes, you know, when when you work in coffee, people always ask you, well, well where should I go? <laughs> and I remember always having to, like, put that question out there, you know, because, like, I, I don't get out much, right? Like, I spend most of my time where I am, and uh, I do a lot less traveling these days, so I don't have, like, a lot of recommendations for a lot of these new cities that are sort of up and coming in specialty coffee. And then you guys came on the scene, and then all of a sudden my life got a lot easier because <laughs> I could just point people in the direction of your articles and your videos and say, oh, here you go, you're going here. <laughs> you should you should check these guys out because they know where to go. Um, that's and I think I think it's yeah. a, that's why we yeah. are doing it. Yeah, that's why we are doing it. Like uh, there was no, it was really difficult actually, and you know to find the the, the good coffee shops in, in the past. And yeah. also our change, our role changed a bit because in the three four years ago it was about finding the the first three to five specialty cafes in the city. Now, mm -hmm. And now the scene grown so much that it's more about the creating because like now you have a cities uh, where you have like tens or hundreds of coffee shops. So we, we need to find out a way how we can still recommend the good places. <laughs> yeah. And, and have you started thinking like what is what is your plan for that moving forward? Oh, yeah. So we uh, so we actually re redesigned our website and the new yeah. version is up from uh, March this year. And yeah. actually the, the plan or, or how we are developing it is sort of like database of the of the specialty coffee shop. So in the early days, it was only the cafe that we visited ourselves and that mm -hmm. we put on the map. Now what we've done is that we are sort of like now silently opening it for recommendation from, from other people. And okay. then we, we are sort of creating the the program or system that we can create, like what's the what's the quality of the cafe that can be on the map. Uh, so that's pretty challenging. And uh, also yeah. another part is to filling the profile. So it's really useful. So imagine that you are in, you know, in Prague, it's, you know, Friday night, nine in the morning and you want to have a, you ho we want to have a croissant and, uh, you know, the, the plant-based cappuccino. So we kind of like, we want to collect all these informations uh, yeah. into the profile so then you can filter it and find out like, not only kind of a, something that you find on, on Facebook, um, but also more about the coffee, uh, like equipment they are using, uh, beans they are using, or you know these kind of specialties. Uh, do they have a cold brew? Yeah. Do they have a nitro cold brew and this stuff? So this is what we That's are working awesome. on. Like so, this is kind of like behind the scene, a lot of like kind of yeah. coding yeah. and stuff. It's not visible, yeah. but yeah, this is this is the this is the kind of it's the, coming. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's and it's funny too because when you sort of do the kind of work that we do that a lot of that stuff does go on behind the scenes and then all of a sudden you you get to release it to the world and you're like oh yeah that that took years or you know <laughs> that took a long time to get there but now it's here and it's you know and when it's functional it's really nice and that that sounds like a great functionality to have yeah 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 this is kind of like what this is like also like what we try to do or, or struggle a little bit is the, the positioning because we create on one side we are creating quite a lot of content like videos and articles but on, on the other mm -hmm. side like many people know us like the source for recommendation for the for the when they travel for the for the nice coffee shop so this is kind of like still right. like two two directions we are going and and there was like many 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 thoughts about like so should we kind of like you know continue only one direction but still we we like both so we continue both yeah yeah um, so during your travels and I, and like, 
every time I've seen you guys, which has been, you know, sort of less and less frequently recently, I think, because, you know, we're doing a lot more work elsewhere and not, not quite in Europe as much. And like I said, not, not making it out to all of the Barista Guild or Roaster Guild events anymore. But uh, when I when I did see you guys, it was it was often that, like, you know, you had just done this sort of crazy travel schedule <laughs> and then you were at this event and you were getting ready to continue doing the crazy <laughs> travel. Is that is that still very much the same? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, we are plan for this year was travel a little bit less and the reason yeah. being be that we wanted to create actually more content and more more structure so so our plan was also to find also the the help and contributors from different parts of Europe that can bring the content and we can work with them and for that we need to spend a little bit more time in, in the office so uh so probably summer was a little bit uh less traveling but on the other hand now it's it's getting crazy uh, yeah. it's it's getting crazy we we visited like four four five coffee festivals we've been to barista and rosicam and and we are now just actually in two days visiting host in milan and then we are planning <laughs> for seoul korea yeah. and so yeah we are we are traveling a lot yeah it's it's funny that the coffee sort of event calendar has kind of shifted a little bit because i i always used to think of the busy period as being anytime you know sort of february through june and then, you know, this part of the year was quieter. And now all of a sudden it's like because that 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 part of the year got too busy, you know, now everything is, is here as well. And so you kind of really the only downtime you have is kind of August. And that's mostly <laughs> because Italy shuts down, you know, but <laughs> even then, like it, it stuff is starting to crop up in August as well. And it's it's kind of interesting to see how the industry has grown in that way that it can sustain and support that sheer number of coffee festivals and events and things like that. Um, you're right. You're right. Like Especially coffee round. festivals. It's these, yeah. these are like popping around whole Europe and I guess whole world. And I think it's it's really important because at one one or two days, many people who haven't tried specialty coffee can you know just come and and give give it a try and and see what what it is and and if it's something they want to explore even more. So I think it's really one of the trends we see yeah. and we actually appreciate. Yeah. So uh, out of all of your travels, um, <laughs> has there been a place like over because you've been doing this for for three years yeah. now? And like you said, you're doing a little bit of less travel this year. But I think even still, you're probably doing most travel than the average sort of person. <laughs> um, has there been a place that is really inspiring you in terms of like where like how coffee is, is coming up and like uh, how, how the community is growing? Yeah, Difficult it's hard question. to name one. It's hard to name <laughs> one place. Obviously, this is kind of like the, yeah. the best cafe, best best coffee shop. These are the the, the most difficult answers uh, questions to answer. Mm. Um, mm. Honestly, we are not really that impressed by kind of like the 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 most developed coffee scene. So we didn't we yeah. haven't spent that much in London, uh, mm -hmm. nor in uh, Amsterdam or Berlin. What we really like mm -hmm. is actually the coffee scenes that are just just starting and 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 where there might be one or two roasters and like five to ten coffee shops and the reason yeah. is that uh, reason is that uh, they are so excited they are so excited yes. about about learning about exploring new things about doing arranging cappings about arranging the barista competitions and so these mm -hmm. are the places where you know or the the cities that we like the most uh, i think i think uh, central and eastern eastern europe was uh, can have uh, many of these places, and I, I mm -hmm. can I can name Bucharest in Romania. It's it's yeah. already grown, but you know when we were visiting, it was like 10, 10 cafes and and still the very yeah. active coffee scene. Most of the most of the cities in Poland, uh, you know, Krakow, 
Poznan, they, they are they are doing really well, and of course we yeah. love to say that Brno, where we are from, uh, in Czech Republic, yeah. is is really active, and we we might, we have one of the best coffee shops in the, I think in Europe. So that's that's really good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's and it I I definitely tend to agree. Like so, um, we were uh, just earlier this week. So Nick Nick Cho was over doing some stuff uh, with the December Dripper. He just did an event in London last night, and and I we sort of got him to to pop out to Manchester because mm-hmm. uh, it's like you know compared to London, you know lots of people when they think of the UK, they think of the London coffee scene, but really there are lots of little cities, not little cities. You know, <laughs> I think. People would probably hit me if yeah, they heard yeah, me yeah. refer to Manchester as a little city. But um, like lots of places where the coffee scene is just sort of getting started. And Manchester is kind of in that that like sweet spot of development. Like you said, like around 10 coffee shops, one or two roasters. Um, and everyone is super passionate. And what was really interesting is when we sort of did this December dripper talk, um, you know, that half of the people in attendance were home brewers. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's because like that community is just so passionate about what they're doing and that they're they're finding the way to connect with those people. And like that's their like little geeky community. And I think I think that's a great thing. And I kind of yeah, you kind of miss that mm-hmm. a little bit when you when you get to the bigger cities, because then it becomes very sort of industry and business focused in a sense. And, you know, a little bit less about, you know, just getting together to like have that really geeky chat about this new brewing device or to you know, have that, that little throwdown or like silly little competition sort of thing going on. So that's, I'm, I'm excited to hear that you guys, you guys feel the same way with all of your Yeah, channel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. What is the, yeah, I, I want, I want a little bit ask you the question because the, the funny thing is that, uh, when we, are now working in a coffee in a way, like in, uh, doing the media, mm. the kind of like what, what I see is that we are so absorbed in the, in the, in the, in the coffee world that sometimes you also we as a you know as a, as a media or as a, as, a, yeah. as a people like we lack kind of uh, like the, that enthusiasm that we had before yeah. you know before really writing all the content or creating all the content so so do you, do you have the same or and do you have any trick how to fight it oh you mean like the like losing the enthusiasm yeah yeah sometimes you know like you know so i w- i think like before you yeah. know before uh, doing European coffee trip, I was like probably even more geeky and even more, you know, yeah, about yeah, all yeah. the all the events and about all the cappings. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a that's a funny question because like it's a question I ask myself all the time because um, sometimes I feel like I've been working in coffee for a while now and and a lot of it has been sort of, you know, I moved fairly quickly from being you know a barista behind the bar to sort of running events and and like being more involved that way and um, and yeah like the. Like, sometimes I feel very jaded, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh, I've seen it all. It's fine. It's cool. Like, you know, oh, these these young whippersnappers, these young kids, they think they know what's going on. But really, you know, they just haven't they haven't gone on that journey yet. And um, and I find myself, yeah, like the things that, that people get excited about in coffee right now, I, I'm like, why are we talking about this? Like, there are other things we could talk about. Um But uh, I think on the whole, like for me, the the way that I've tried to sort of get around that is just to to focus on the content that um this sounds very selfish but to like focus on the content that i find really interesting mm-hmm. and then and and then that sort of is what drives you know your enthusiasm moving forward so like if you can find something that is um that you're really passionate about or that you think people should be talking about. Like as when you, when you are sort of like a, a coffee media platform, you know, if we're going to use the fancy, <laughs> fancy words, um, you know, you, you get to kind of help drive the conversation in certain directions and, you know, so that enthusiasm then comes from like, what, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you want to see 
happen with coffee or like, what do you think we need to be talking about? And, and it's really funny because I was actually going to ask you the question, um, you know, as, as people who've been doing all of this travel and have seen all of these communities sort of like go through these growing stages and things like that, you know, like what are the biggest challenges? What are the biggest opportunities that we have in specialty moving forward? Because you did come from sort of like, you know, the, the geeky homebrewing background Mm -hmm. and now you are like, so, so in, like solidified within the industry, you know, like you're, you're a part of that, that machine now in a way, like, what, what do you think? Good question. Good question. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have a, if I have an answer. Um, I mean, just, just the fact that, you know, after, only after doing this for three years, there are still new people who are, you know, discovering you know, yeah. the coffee, either through us or through the local cafe or through the roastery. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I think like the kind of just realization that, uh, that not, not everybody knows or that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not, not everybody takes something that we, we take for granted. So it's, it's, it's still mm-hmm. some, like so much of, uh, so much of potential for, for, uh, for, uh, for sharing and for, for discovering for, for people. And, yeah. and there are still, you know, we just met, uh, the, you know, one 15 years old guy in, uh, in Oslo who was telling us that he drinks coffee from, you know, from when he was four years old. And so just like, yeah. you know, this young blood that we are, we are meeting at the events yeah. that, uh, this is kind of like encouraging because, you know, we see that, uh, there is, uh, still so much more that, uh, that we can do and that, uh, industry can do. Yeah. It is, it is interesting when you talk about, the, yeah, cause the, the, and going back to your earlier question, you know, how do you sort of keep that enthusiasm there? Um, like, what if we, if we, are you guys struggling with it then too? Like you, because you've been doing it, you know, for three years and now it, now it is work. It is no longer, it is no longer the thing that you used to do for fun <laughs> or the thing you were interested in. Are you struggling with it as well? I think we, 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 uh, we occasionally do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true, and and that's kind of the fact that also comes with uh, not seeing what's behind the scenes. Like when we are yeah. having a talk, and when we talk about our work, so it's like, so who likes traveling and who likes coffee, and so we combine mm-hmm. these two to create European Coffee Trip, and now now it's our business. Now we, how how we how we you know make our living. In the same time, mm-hmm. it's like many many hours or most of the hours and most of the time is spent in the, in the office working on the content. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so that's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the difficult part, but on the other hand, mm-hmm. like, I think like, you know, I kind of answered <laughs> already in, in, in a previous sentence, yeah. like, so meeting all these people and, and, and receiving all the, all the, yeah. uh, you know, the, the messages from, from people that they appreciate the work. This is like the, so, so much rewarding that, uh, you yeah. know, we, you know, and being on a, and, and keep traveling is like, kind of like where we receive the inspiration for the content yeah. and also the motivation. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there's something to the idea that like the more the more you progress in in coffee, particularly when you're looking at the things like coffee media, but also just sort of like your your everyday job. You know, when you're a barista, the more you progress, the the more you sort of take it seriously, and the more you sort of have to to hunker down and to like really focus on certain things. And then that is what sort of pushes you away from spending the time meeting new people and sort of, you know, rekindling that enthusiasm because that's what it really is. Whenever, whenever, whenever you ask anybody, so we used to, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast, but I don't, and I think maybe you and I have talked about it too, but you know, we used to play this game, which is like, what have you given up to be in coffee? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and for some people it was like, you know, a job in banking. And for some people they were, you know, biochemists and other people, you know, like turned on PhD programs and things like that. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's like, well, why do you stay in coffee? And the answer is usually, 
Well, because the people are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and that when you when you sort of remove yourself from constantly meeting the new people and and the people who are working there, then that's kind of when the enthusiasm wanes. It's it doesn't have anything to do with the work itself. You know, like we can get excited about this stuff, but when you're having when you're having the conversations with new people coming into the industry or with the people yeah. who are already in the industry, that that's where you're sort of like, I don't know, re-energized in a way. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. So we, for us, we haven't started, say, media because we wanted to create a media platform, but we started yeah. that because, you know, we really, you know, uh, like coffee and, and like the culture and uh, yeah. wanted to find our or express our creativity through that. Uh, so that was the reason. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you know we want to create a media or blog, and so what would be the right topic about like to to do about? Uh, so mm -hmm. it was the, the reason being like we started the coffee and and other things were just adding up. Yeah, totally. I mean, like that's definitely like similarly. You know, when we started, it was more like here's a, here's a handy excuse for us to like <laughs> get together with friends who like have interesting things to say. You know, and it's kind of grown from there. But the the base motivation was like. Let's talk to the to the interesting people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you guys have come a long way and and recently you have been doing more so like it's like you said you've got sort of two things that you're doing at the moment and you're trying to figure out, you know, you know which way you want to go and it's you really love both, so you're doing both. <laughs> yeah. Um and and like one of them so is obviously sort of the the travel and sort of like location guys and things like that. And the other one I think recently that I've noticed is that you've been doing You've been storytelling for people. Um, wow, that there was great. a. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is I mean, that's how I see it. Yeah. Uh, when I saw your your most recent video, um, do you want to talk talk to the to the listeners a little bit more about that and and the work that went into that? About our press movie, you mean? No, oh, about... before our press movie. Hmm? Uh, before our Be press movie, you guys you, you guys recently went to. Oh, I can't remember now. I should have written it down because my, my memory is like a sieve. But you went to a coffee farm and you did some storytelling. Was it for DR Wakefield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're referring to this one. Yeah, so it was, um, yeah, so we went to the to the coffee farm, to Datura to, to yeah. Coffee in Brazil. Yes. And yeah, it was actually our second time. So this time it was only Radek uh, making mm. the film. Uh, so it was really challenging because normally it's like basically he's taking care of the camera and I'm taking care of the sound and interviews. So he had to combine these two and do everything on its own. So it was a really challenging oh. project for, for him. Yeah. So uh, so basically our partners are DR Wakefield from London, uh, the, the Green Coffee Company, and uh, mm -hmm. they are regularly visiting the, the coffee farms and the special, you know, this is the special coffee farm in, in Brazil called Datura. And yeah. they invite us to, to join the join the trip and make a kind of a report from there. And so that this is how it came out came came about and yeah, I think like we, yeah, this is like the, it was a really challenging video to make because yeah, we yeah. have to combine all the aspects that we collected there, but they then find an interesting line, an interesting story. So you're right. Like we try to tell the story eventually both from, through both our videos and, and articles to make it interesting mm -hmm. for people to watch and, and, uh, and, and video form is actually even more difficult. So uh, this is what we yeah. are actually trying to also improve and, and get better. I, I think you guys do an impeccable job with the video stuff. Like I, I remember watching that and going, 
I mean, I know Alice and Roddick, and I know they're both very talented, but like this is this is incredible. Like the you know, it's the kind of the kind of quality. Obviously, I am not the video person here. Like we we have a team of people who help us with that, and and they are always incredible. Like and sometimes we work with people in other places, but like for the most part, like our, our I love I love our our AV crew. Um, <laughs> But the fact that you guys have so much, like everything seems to be done in-house. Everything is just, you know, the two of you and Carolina now. Yeah. Um, and in this case, to even hear that it was Radek who was doing <laughs> all of the, all of this, like that's a yeah. huge project. And Yeah, and wow. it was done actually in two weeks. So this is kind of like, the, <laughs> I, I think, interesting to know. So we are like, because we are like small team and we need to run a regular or we want to run a regular content so so every everything is really uh done in a, in rather short time so and mm-hmm. so i i often probably push too much to to my team because you know uh my kind of goal is like i see you know how, how everything works and we need to kind of publish regularly in order to you know mm-hmm. the get in front of people in the same time radek is sort of a professionalist and he wants everything right and and in the same time when mm-hmm. you are learning new skill you are getting better and so you are more demanding or you require better quality from yourselves so then there is yeah. this kind of like the pressure in between you know like you know we need to get this out and and, and between like this need to be really good or need, this this should be better um, <laughs> but I guess you know the feeling oh I do yeah <laughs> it's a yeah that one that one is always hard you know you always you always want to constantly improve and I am definitely um I don't know perhaps more of the perfectionist on the team mm-hmm. so I I identify very strongly with Radek um <laughs> <laughs> but I also like I and 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 Steve and Colin are very much like you know prolificity is important. We need to you know put things out on a regular basis, and and there needs to be like a, a sense of routine and of schedule and and things like that. And um, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a fine line to walk. Yeah. But I think you guys do it really well. And I think like I every time I see I see things from you guys, like like the quality is just higher and higher and higher every single time. Yeah. So I think you guys are doing an amazing job there. Yes. Thank you, thank you, and I think like it's 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 good to mention that actually the first video Radek did was uh, for European Coffee Trip when we were starting. So it was like his first video. He was also just starting in a, as a photographer. So just for people, and I think it reflects also yeah. in the coffee and anything. Like in in a three years time, you can get so much better in in, in any skill that if you really put the work there and and you 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 create something regularly or like you know yeah. you know you cup regularly you you make coffee regularly so you you mm-hmm. yeah there is no other way than to get better and 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 on a way you usually meet people and and you know get some help from other people if they you know if they uh you know because they appreciate your work so that's that's how it yeah. works that's that's awesome it is and it's a, it's a good and important lesson um so this leads us then to your next big project so like like we said stepping stones and then like you guys are like climbing boulders now yeah. you know you're you're looking at a full-length documentary film on the aeropress yeah that's right that's <laughs> right <laughs> yeah uh we yeah we are just in the middle of the of the campaign so it's uh it's yeah. interesting also like the atmosphere uh because also like we didn't make it easier for us like with all the travels so we didn't kind of like reserve mm-hmm. the one or two months just for preparation and one month to just run the campaign but in between Radek was in Indonesia for almost a month and then we visited all the festivals now and uh, the, with the camp so it's not <laughs> we didn't make yeah. it easier for ourselves uh, but we are really excited about this project because from the very beginning 
one, you know, some of our goals was to make a documentary, uh, coffee-related mm-hmm. documentary. And uh, now it's 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 becoming real, and we are really excited. Yeah. So where, like, where, aside from it being, you know, a thing that you wanted to do, like, where where does it really come from? Like, why why the AeroPress? Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, so we. I think one of the reasons we haven't started working on on any documentary yet uh, was that we didn't find any uh, we didn't find a good topic uh, to to cover. Mm. So there were and it's like we were you know we were seeing the film about coffee. We were helping the Coffee Man and some other coffee mm-hmm. documentaries, but for ourselves yeah. we didn't know what would be the good topic to work on. And then we were also kind of like evaluating what's the what kind of content we are creating that uh, people really appre- uh, you know the find valuable and, and respond really well. And we found out that actually that all the all our our press videos like the recipes from the the previous champions did really well. Yeah. You know, so it's like you know disproportionately more views. Uh, and we mm-hmm. also lo- love the word press Championships, and we were yeah. attending them and, and covering them as a media. And we, mm-hmm. it was really interesting to, to see how it's grown over the last few years. And, yeah. and uh, in the same time, it's a really interesting story how it all started with uh, Alan Adler and the company producing totally something different than the, for some reason stepping into the coffee world and becoming yeah. successful. <laughs> really. yeah. So we, we found there were really uh, many interesting stories uh, that we can cover and the documentary mm-hmm. and also it, it sort of relates to us because we travel a lot and our press is also a very uh, I think like ultimate travel travel coffee maker for many of us um, yeah so for there, sure this is also the interesting story there so that's these, these reasons made us to believe that this is a good good move and a good documentary to make yeah and so like where so obviously the, the Kickstarter campaign is out at the moment, but you guys had to do some some work to sort of put together the pitch video. Like how much, how much, how much work have you guys already done, sort of for the film already? So we have been already filming in the in the first location. That is uh, Oslo, yeah. where uh, the it all started with the World Art Press Championship. Yeah. So we were interviewing Tim Wendelbo and also the first uh, first World Art Press Champion that is not very known, uh, Anders Walde. <laughs> uh, so it was yeah. interesting to see what he's doing now and and how he how he sees all that thing that has <laughs> happened since then. And yeah. um, and also there was a. Uh, Norwegian Arpress Championship happening with Kaffeekadze uh, and Maha Arpress Club and all these things. So, uh, so mm-hmm. this is what we have already done. And uh, obviously, we did uh, the research and preparation. And actually, we had to uh, talk with the, all the all the people we wanted to interview. So basically, this is what what we were doing during the summer, trying to uh, make yeah. them excited about the project, to agree to meet us and to arrange the interview. So. So this is yeah. what was happening over the last few months. That's a, I mean, it, and it's it's always interesting when there is sort of like a passion project or like when when you want to do like sort of what is the what is the term like it is a it is sort of a big goal, right? It's a, mm. is a big thing. It is it is definitely outside of the work that you guys are doing now, and yet very connected. Um, but like you know, how do you how do you support that? How do you fundraise it? And it usually like when we when we look at things like Kickstarter, usually requires you doing quite a lot of work beforehand and and just sort of like crossing your fingers and hoping that everything works out. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like so, we we knew that it, it was a little bit easier for us because we. Have already our own our own audience that you know that li- yeah. likes the topic. Uh, so we 
were in a little bit better position than, than any other, say, Kickstarter project that needs to build the audience during the campaign or just before the campaign. Uh, right. But still, it was uh, really challenging, like to just to put put the page and together and 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 the video was really demanding. I, I felt like you know we are really building the whole website just for that and and all yeah. the graphics and. And, and the material and then the, the preparation and uh, the PR and and, uh, and the communication with the, all the different stakeholders it takes mm -hmm. uh, it takes more time than I thought and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so far it was uh, so far it was really rewarding like uh, so we are I think now at like 75 percent funding so uh, awesome. it seems it's like we have still 10 days to go so it seems like uh we might help we might make it <laughs> so it will yeah. might be successful and then uh the funny thing is that this is just the beginning right so it's uh then yeah. all the filming and the production and post-production uh will happen but actually one of the reasons for us is that we want to improve you know in in making videos and film so we believe that you know working on a, on a b project will uh, allow us to to also improve the skill that we want to improve and you know when yeah. we were talking about sort of positioning of European coffee trip so we feel like that that, that the skills that we have like in uh, in storytelling through the video is something that it's 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 not here it's not that present you know in the coffee mm -hmm. world so we want to be uh we want to do better and we want to do more yeah so so you like long term there's the possibility that if somebody needs a story told that they could come to you guys and say help us with this and, and you guys would be like yeah let's check our schedule and see what we can do <laughs> yeah i think like we kind of like we are we were doing some some projects uh in this space already like so we i think like we have it on on our website some kind of like video production you know site so so yeah yeah definitely yeah. something that you know we we are interested in and we want to we want to do more mm. and um in terms of like the aeropress film and the Kickstarter there, like you guys are on track because I think the last time I checked was maybe a few days ago and it was only at sixty five percent. So that's very encouraging that you guys are already at seventy. Like I think I think you guys will probably make it. But what happens if if you don't make it? Do you do you still work on the documentary? And then there are certain bits that you just sort of kind of have to go. All right, well that's going to cost a little bit too much. So maybe we don't do that bit. Or um, or does the whole project get scrapped? I hope not. But does it? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, a good question. So I mean, we we decided to. I think we we will make it anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we just need to find a way how we can make it. So so obviously the for us the the main cost now at this point would be the traveling and uh, mm -hmm. and and the filming. Uh, so we will probably try to do as slow cost as possible. And mm -hmm and then you know find the probably you know so we would probably the, the plan is actually to work with some some other professionals like the editors and and sound designers mm -hmm. to to make the film better and also learn from them so in the case we will not won't really get funding f through kickstarter so probably we would need to do everything ourselves uh, right. yeah so so this is kind of the scenario so we didn't prepare really that much for the, this plan b uh, but yeah this is what would happen so we are convinced to make a, make a documentary anyway uh, and probably we'll find the other way. So uh, still now we are optimistic about the result. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you guys, I think you guys will make it there. And I think it is, there is a, there's an understanding, I think from like, if anybody understands the desire to want to do something and do it well and to pay a little bit extra to make it happen, it is coffee people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, like, the, <laughs> one of the biggest surprises so far, like, so I thought, like, we might get a little bit more backers, actually. So the number of the backers is not that big. I think it's, like, around 400 now. So it's still really cool. Yeah. Like, we are so, so grateful. But I thought, like, it would be a little bit more. But what, what is, like, what is over the expectation is the, the, the average pledge. So it's, I think now yeah. it's, like, over 20 euros. It's really, wow. really, really big. And it's, like, wow. It's, like, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah, coffee people are lovely. They're very generous, I find, you know. <laughs> like they well, like when they when they believe in something, you know, they sort of throw themselves behind it in a in a way. And and I think uh the fact that you're telling this this AeroPress story in particular, which is like I think like you said, we all sort of identify with it regardless of whether or not it is our preferred brew methods, like it is definitely the thing that we do when we travel. Yeah. You know, and it is it is the the thing that is sort of most most approachable, I think, for people who are not in the industry as well. You know, when we talk about brewing methods or things like that, like here is this weird looking device that um, <laughs> you can take with you anywhere to make coffee and you can do so many different things with it and and you can make jokes about it and people do all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, but it is, it, you know, it it's really approachable. It's not like an espresso machine. It looks way less complicated and it's simultaneously, I think, I think fairly complicated because you can do so many different things with it. But it is, it is, a, it is a thing you can carry with you, and, and therefore it's, it's like a conversation yeah. piece that an espresso machine usually isn't. Yeah. Um, and it's also so like I, the, think, I think like the, it's interesting. It's it's also inspired to invent something on top of our press. So being it actually just the recipes, like this right. is also in, interesting. So people don't really take the the recipe from the box and do it, but they they start to creating the, their own recipes and and like many of mm. them. Uh, but there are also like some some additional, you know, the upgrades for the R-Press. Just now on a, on a Kickstarter, there is another project related to R-Press that makes cold brew station out of the R-Press with, you know, using the, the their tool. So this is this is yeah. what, what I found really really funny. <laughs> and so, out of all the things that you've seen so far in terms of like recipes, like what is what is the most interesting one you've seen? Hmm. Another difficult question. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm, ca- I'm, Actually, I'm totally catching Alish out on the spot here. Like, I, he has like no preparation. Like, I am just flinging questions at him. Yeah, actually, <laughs> the funny thing is that I found interesting the the original recipe because like, we ha- we huh. haven't tried it until like three or four weeks ago when we were recording yeah. the video about it on on our YouTube channel. So this is the yeah. funny thing. Like, so I was told to how to make our press through some other video or some through some some instructions but until mm-hmm. you know like now i haven't really tried the original recipe from from the manufacturer or from alan adler and and i found it quite interesting because now it's it's kind of like the creating the the sort of the concentrate with the our press that we, we've been seeing uh you know yeah. through the championship recently like most of the winning recipes uh, i think are sort of like this like the quite a lot of coffee and uh and then you know dilute with water and yeah. so and an interesting and and interesting fact about the the original recipe is that you know they they grind it like the espresso espresso uh right. gra- yeah so so it's really really fine grind and uh, and the reason being the economic so they don't want to use too much coffee and and waste too much coffee so this is funny mm. huh well i guess i guess there's a lot to learn there and um you know, hopefully. So, so how long is the the campaign going on for now? You said it's coming coming up to the end. It's about ten days left. Yeah. So actually, we did it like really short. So it was only twenty days campaign. So it's actually coming to its end, but it's still in the middle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it ends on the thirtieth of October, 
and okay. uh, yeah, so this, <laughs> so we are we are still working hard to uh, to to get some attention to it, and uh, yeah. yeah, so this is what's happening, and then then basically, you know, uh, in the middle of uh, in middle of November, we are flying to Seoul. Uh, to capture right. the World Air Press Championship that's happen that happens there, and then in the beginning, probably in the beginning of December, we are flying to uh, to California to meet with the, with the inventor and with the team around Air Press to kind of tell the story from from their perspective and and kind of like you know, capture how it all started. Wow. It's going to be a busy journey, I think, but I think it's going to be an exciting one. Do you really quickly, because we can do this, want to give like a little plug for the Kickstarter? Do you know uh, what's, what's the address? Where can people go if they want to get involved? Uh, yeah, so uh, they can go to, I think, the, to the website, ourpressmovie.com, and there is a link that will take them to the Kickstarter campaign. So I think it's, this is the easiest. Or we are ourpressmovie on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, mm -hmm. that's where we are sharing most of the content, interesting stories. And I think there will be even more later on when, when we will be traveling. And yeah. yeah, so we would love to, you know, if you like our press, if you like making coffee with our press, if you like coffee documentaries, it will be, you know, honored if you give it a, give it a try, take a, take a look on the video and if you like it, so, you know, help us to make it. Yeah. I, so I, I, I had do have, so two questions then, uh, just. Just one of them is uh, the the sort of like lowest pledge is like five euro, right? So like that's that gets you a digital copy of the film when it comes out, and that's a way to support, right? So that that's not a lot. That's yeah, that's this good. is what we are thinking. Like kind of like so, what do you pay usually for a coffee, coffee or, or two cup of coffee, or you know mm -hmm. like uh, less than what you pay for a bag of coffee? So it will give you the digital download. So that was kind of thinking. So it the barrier is really low, and everybody can can get it if they want. And uh, then I think like now, uh, now there is interesting the reward that is uh, there is the, the annual from World Art Press Championship, the book that they did for the first time right. last year. And yeah. so, so there will be the new book next year with all the recipes and, and posters. So this mm. is still one of the rewards uh, there. And we are actually preparing really, really special rewards uh, that will come out uh, probably Sunday or Monday. And these will be kind of yeah. like really like kind of like unique chances to experience something something you know different uh i will yeah. not tell more but yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so keep an eye so the um today is october 20th uh so that is you know sunday monday that is like just around the corner so uh guys keep your eyes peeled because that sounds sounds really exciting <laughs> yeah and i think i want one last thing <laughs> for as for the promotion so so what we try to do is actually there are the the, the parts that we are we want actually this documentary to be screen and also in the, in the cafes or, or in the roasteries or, you know, in the, in the mm. communities, because we actually, I came out from the kind of specialty coffee community and, and I, I like meeting people of the coffee and, and watching the film or reading the book. So we wanted to make it easier. So, so there is a, there are the tiers that actually helps cafes or any cafe or, the, you know, the roastery to arrange the, the screening. Uh, so this yeah. is, this is something that I would like to mention also. Oh. Yeah, well, there's definitely definitely lots to look forward to there. And I guess the only other thing I was going to say, uh, the only, like, I, I loved the little Kickstarter movie. I thought it was great. And <laughs> I'm sure that there was a ton of work that went into it. There are some great camera angles in there, Roddick. I don't know if you're still sitting there listening. Um, I will tell I really him. Loved I will it. tell him. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the comment about 
the AeroPress Championship being the biggest uh, and most fun <laughs> coffee competition. Yeah. I raised my eyebrows a little bit, but only like I agree. I agree. It is definitely the most fun and the most engaging. And I guess I don't know how many how many countries they had last year. I guess it's about the same as um, as about the WBC. I think it's, It'll be, I'm I think really... it's 60, 60 countries. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's about the same then because I think there are sixty two this year okay. at the WBC. Okay. Um, but that's I like. Are you excited about Seoul and what's going to happen? Because the community there is so into coffee. You know, like Seoul. I'm so excited to go and see Seoul. Um, and see what, what the Korean coffee community is interested in and, like, excited about. But I think, like, they have that enthusiasm that, like, sometimes some of the more, uh, like, some other countries are missing a little bit. Um, are, you, are you super excited about going to see, like, <laughs> you know, what's happening there and capturing some of that? Yeah, we are really excited. So, you know, we most of the time we spend in Europe, like, we had a chance to, uh, you know, you know visit the coffee farms and so on, but the, the South Korea and Seoul in particular, it's... It's really a special place. So we, we haven't we haven't been there. We just heard uh, we were talking with the guys from Barista Magazine about it, and we know we know friends, uh, we know guys from uh, Blackwater Issue who are doing the media work over there. Yeah. And it, it's crazy also to 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 see the response to their content. Uh, so it's really so I don't I'm not sure what's my expectation uh, what my mm. expectation is, but I'm really excited and and we are kind of prepare prepare for for all the all the coffee lab over there but probably it will be just over our expectations well i can't i can't wait to see i will see you guys there i can't wait to see you there and to and to share that experience with you and and i will keep my eyes open on the kickstarter and we will keep our fingers crossed and if you want to get involved and um, you know everyone has heard where to go so um i i am super excited about this project i i wish you guys all the very best of luck because the work you guys are doing is really amazing um and Carolina too. Sorry, I should not use gendered gendered words. But um, the work that European Coffee Trip is doing is incredible, and uh, and I'm really excited about where things are going for you guys. So um, yeah, thank thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much. It was a, it's uh, it was a really special interview. So we are thanks for the invitation, and uh, see you oh, yeah. see you soon, and good luck with all your work. <laughs> thank you all right folks this is us this week uh we'll be back the same time in two weeks time you know where to find us um in the meantime we are releasing the videos from ukbc and soon we will have some san francisco videos for you as well so you know keep your eyes open we try to do things on the regular over and out <laughs>